Hello again. Happy November. Can you believe I am saying November? Oh my goodness. It is crazy how fast things go. Um, okay. I am really excited to share a couple things up front and then we're going to be diving into today's episode. First of all, thank you. Do you know what I'm saying? Thank you for We reached 50,000 downloads just a few weeks ago and I'm so proud of this community and you guys and you know we wouldn't have those downloads without you listening so thank you so much thank you so much for listening um I hear I always love getting messages from you guys in my Instagram inbox and my email wherever you want to message me that the podcast is helpful never feel like you're too much or <laughs> I just I would love to hear your thoughts um, about episodes and what you liked and it means so much to me so thank you thank you so much for listening thank you for sharing it with your friends your family those that need to hear this message thank you so much for reviewing it if you have not yet this is your time please pause this episode and go review the podcast reviews mean everything to podcasters and it's a great way to say thank you for a free resource for you. So if you haven't yet, if you already have, awesome. I don't think you can, you can't write more than one review, which makes sense. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. Um, but if you have not yet and you like the podcast, will you please hit pause for two minutes? It probably wouldn't even take you a full two minutes to just go write a review um, and share share what you love about the podcast with someone else. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm going to be reading some of those um, occasionally here and there and just um, saying thank you. So thank you. Second item of business. I'm really excited to share that I am opening up a few more spots for coaching one-on-one -on -one with me. This is something that I love to do. I always lean into my energy and my schedule and open them as I am able and feel good about it. And I'm just in a really great spot to be able to say, I'm, I'm ready to help support a few more women one-on-one. -on -one. So if you want to learn more, if you're struggling doing it on your own, basically, if you're struggling with your relationship with food, all or nothing, perfection mindset, it all in, all out, right? Um, struggling with um, not sure how to be safe around food without dieting, all of the above. <laughs> if you're struggling with your relationship with your body, you're desperate to get out of it. You're desperate to lose weight. If you're struggling with staying consistent with habits, um, following through on the things that you say you're going to do, coaching is a great avenue for you because coaches, we can come in and we can help identify those things that are keeping you stuck, get in there, get you unstuck and into consistent action. And I absolutely love my one-on-one -on -one time with the women that I coach. And so I just wanted to share that I've opened up a few more spots. If you want to learn more, you can go to a forward slash coaching to 
learn more about who it's for, what you'll get, what you'll do, all of the above. And then all you need to do is sign up for a free consult with me. It's just a free 20 to 30 minute phone call. We chat about where you're at, what coaching might look like for you. And then you make the decision if it's the right fit for you or not. So, um, hopefully if you are listening to this and you're like, no, I need that, um, sign up, just, just book the free consult. We'll talk about it and make sure you get the support that you need. And I think it's really important too, because, um, we have the holidays coming up. I'm not sure if you (laughs) noticed that, but I know a lot of women really struggle with food and body during the holidays. And I just, I don't want you to get to January and feel like you have to start all over. I just don't, I don't think that's a fun space to be. Um, I, I, it's just not a fun place to be right. To feel like I overdid it during the holidays and now I have to reset and and start over. And yeah, I think there's some good things to resetting and you know, the the new year and stuff. But, um, anyway, if you want to really navigate these holidays without feeling like you have to reset in January, this would be a really great opportunity, um, to get on coaching and, and, and feel confident. We have, I think that's probably the biggest thing that, um, biggest feedback I get from women that I coach kind of like, even throughout the year, they're like, the holidays are so different for me now than they ever were. So, um, if you want, even if you're even looking for like a different holiday experience. If that's a struggle for you, if it's not, we can still coach through anything, but I just, I was kind of thinking like, as we look at the the time of year it is right now, that's a really big one. I know a lot of women struggle with. So if coaching is right for you, I love, love, love to chat with you more about it. If you're interested, just book that consult and we'll talk and um, see if it's the right fit for you. Okay. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, I'm looking forward to this uh, podcast episode today, only because it has come up over and over and over again in my DMs, in um, our food freedom program, like just everywhere, um, of... of specifically, you know, women in our community wanting to be a better example of 
positive body image for their children, mostly for their children, but for others in their lives, people of influence, right? Um, who they influence and even for themselves. How can I work toward creating a positive body image? And we're actually talking about this this month um, inside our Wellness Academy, which sneak peek is getting um, just, I just want to let you know, January is going to be epic. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not even going to go any further than that, but that's what we're talking about this month in um, the Academy as well. And um, I, I just, I want you to go into the holidays. I want you to go into January, just feeling like, you know, what to do to feel better in your body and have a better body image so that you can work on nurturing it to whatever change you want for your body, because those things can coexist. Positive body image to me is an action. It's, it's a verb, right? Having a positive body image is not about um, just saying good things and then leaving out the doing. And we're going to talk about that today, but I think it's really important that if you want to have a positive body image and teach a body positive body image to your children or um, to, you know, anyone under your influence, um, it's important that we combine a mixture of our thoughts and our mindset, as well as our actions. So before we dive into this episode, I actually have been looking for many months to find someone that can come on and talk a little bit more about this specifically as it relates to children. That is not my expertise. Um, you know, children, I guess. Um, but it's interesting because I want to bring this episode to you today. My expertise is to help women do it, but children's brains are, are just a little bit different than ours. And that's not, you know, where I'm, um, I guess, clinically trained um, in. But I wanted to bring this episode to you today from kind of my perspective as a mother as well. I have a four-year-old daughter and I have to have, I have to confess something when I was in school, there was a lot of body image stuff. I used to get made fun of because my skin was really fair. People would always tell me I needed to go to the tanning salons. Um, and, you know, just like there was a lot of like you wanted to be the thinnest, like thin was in. And it's interesting because as I've been in this world of, you know, where we are <laughs> right now, I think I was a little naive because I was seeing teenagers these days and I was like, gosh, maybe they're not struggling with the same things that we did. Maybe, maybe like body image is like totally fine. Like maybe people are being more accepting. And then I had a conversation with my cute, uh, 13, 14 year old babysitter who, um, said that's not the case. And then I don't know why, and this could just be because she's four, but it's been so fascinating for me to see how much more aware of her body my daughter is than my son um, was. And I'm starting to navigate it because he's never, ever, ever made a comment about his body or anything like that. But my daughter, you know, I remember one day sitting at the table and she sat down on a chair and her like, here, like, she said, she said, mom, my, my legs are touching. 
my legs are touching. And it, and it was kind of like this weird, like, well, what do you mean? Like, I didn't know what she was meaning. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like I just, you know, um, and I, I had a moment of like, no, she's like starting to connect something and I don't know what. And then a, f- a couple of weeks ago, she came home and told me that one of the girls in her preschool class told her she was fat. And I, I just had a moment of like, wow, this is interesting. She's four. And do I think that maybe there's, you know, potentially, I think it's fairly innocent right now, but she's just starting to become way more aware of her body at a younger age than I ever would have thought of and way more aware than my son ever has been. And I'm starting to understand the reality of maybe what's to come and the, um, the responsibility to kind of teach her what it looks like to create a positive body image. So I don't know where you're at out there. If you're, you know, you have daughters or children or sons or anyone in your influence that, um, is struggling with their body image, or if you are, these are questions that can be asked for adults and kids. And, and I really wanted to make them appropriate for both. Um, and this is a dialogue that you can walk through with yourself or with your children or others to help you navigate a better body image. So I don't know what you guys are experiencing. If you have teenagers, I'd love to know, like message me on Instagram, what they're going through. Because like I said, this isn't, this isn't my area of expertise specifically as it relates to children. Um, but I think as we navigate some of this dialogue, you're going to be able to take this dialogue and utilize it in discussions with your children as you help them, um, find a better body image. And this can also apply to our relationship with food, right? Lots of women say, I want to teach my kids a good relationship with food. Well, all of this is kind of the same thing. Like we ask these questions and then we start creating um, answers and actions from these questions. So it really can relate to body image as well as relationship with food. So let's get into this dialogue. I have five, they're not really questions, but like five steps to help you, um, work through creating a better body image. Okay. Step number one is to essentially, this is maybe not grammatically correct, but identify awareness. So we have to identify what thoughts are we having? What am I becoming aware of? And you can ask these same questions to your kids. Like, just like, what are you seeing them saying? Like my daughter came home and said, mom, am I fat? She said, I'm fat. Like that was the dialogue. And so what I realized, like identified, oh, there's an awareness of this word fat and potentially what it means to a four-year-old. And so we first have to identify this awareness. Okay. What am I starting to be aware of that? I don't, I don't fit in with this group, you know, and, and we can cater this to you asking yourself these questions, as well as your kids asking themselves these questions, like what, where, what are they starting to become awareness aware of? We don't necessarily need to bring it in if it's not something that they're becoming aware of, right? Like if they're oblivious or, um, if it's not something that's they're experiencing, um, I really like to go with what my kids are experiencing 
and what they're becoming aware of. And then I can say, oh, you're noticing this. This is, this is time for us to like talk about, oh, like we see this. Um, and so the first step really is to identify awareness. What thoughts are coming up for you? What are you starting to become aware of? Oh, my body's different than hers. My body's different than it used to be. I don't like the way I look in the mirror. She said this about me, right? Start to identify. Okay. From there, step number two is to identify the origin of that awareness. Okay. So where are these thoughts coming from? And we talk a lot about outside sources versus inside. We, we call them outside voices and inside voices. Um, and a lot of times we are getting bombarded by outside, um, outside, um, what's the right word of uh, voices or sources. So we first have to say, okay, are these coming from friends? Are these coming from social media? Are these coming from, um, you know, a diet book or a certain book or like first we've got to identify where are these thoughts coming from? And then we have to look at it in the perspective of, okay, how are they coming from the outside and getting in to me? Right. We've got to identify that there are outside sources and outside voices. And then how am I creating the thoughts inside me? The source is coming in. What am I doing with them? What thoughts are coming as a result? So my daughter came home and said, you know, she told me I'm fat. Um, and I hope you don't mind me sharing that kind of simple example. Um, but you know, she comes in and says that, and I have to say, okay, well, the outside source was that this friend said something and then her inside voice is, is creating, it's like creating meaning to that outside source. Okay. Somebody told me something. Now I'm starting to question like, what does that mean for me? So now what are your inside thoughts having? Oh, I've, I am, or I don't feel worthy or I don't, I'm not good enough. Right. What are we creating as a result of those outside voices? From there, we have, we're aware of what's happening. We know where it's coming from and we are identifying the thoughts that it's making us feel. Step number three is to validate the feelings. And this is exactly what I would say to myself or to someone else. It's okay. You're feeling this way. Let's talk about it. It's okay. You're feeling this way. We don't have to push away the emotions, right? They're real. They're feeling them. Pushing away the emotions won't solve the problem. So around here, feelings are allowed. You know that. And we have to just speak out loudly to ourselves even. It's okay. You're feeling this way. Let's talk about it. Then... Step number four, this is what I teach all women, is to start with body neutrality. What do I mean by this? Body neutrality is recognizing the function of your body. Okay, 
we could go all the way to like, it's okay, your body's beautiful or, or, or any of those things, right? But one thing that we always, always want to return to is that your body serves a purpose for you in this world. It helps you show up in some way. So I always like to start with the the conversation on body neutrality. Focus on what good things your body does for you. So a question that you could ask in this moment is, what are you able to do with your body? And we can make it really positive, right? I can play on the playground. I can go to gymnastics. You know, as an adult woman, I can walk my kids to school, or um, I can go to the gym and, and lift heavy weights, or I can hike up a mountain, or I can walk around the grocery store. I can carry my groceries. I want you to know something. I don't know how many of you know this about me. I've worked in a lot of, a lot of different, um, what's the right word? Uh, I don't even know health condition spaces in my life. I worked in a multiple sclerosis clinic. I worked in a diabetes clinic. I've worked in, um, a stroke clinic. Uh, what else, where else have I worked? I've worked with the elderly. And let me tell you something. When you can see what your body does for you, that will be most powerful because I have seen firsthand people whose bodies don't function the way that they wish. And to be able to carry a load of groceries is a big deal. To be able to stand up out of a chair is a big deal. To be able to take steps forward is a big deal. And how often do we take those things for granted? And if you are struggling with a health condition, we can always find something. And that's what I think the beauty in finding the neutrality is my body does some things for me. What is What are they? How can I shift this to positivity? What am I able to do with my body? And we had um, my MS patients, you know, they'd come in and we were an exercise clinic and we'd prescribe them exercise. And it was so cool to see that they kept coming in day after day and, um, showing up in the body that they had and performing what they could with their body, doing what they could. We were lifting two pound weights. You guys, sometimes we were just practicing standing up, but the power in being able to utilize their bodies to stand up, to lift something off the counter and move it somewhere else. I'm getting like kind of emotional thinking about it, but I want to remind you that when we get into a place of body neutrality, we start to see good things. So after you validated those feelings, now just ask yourself, what are you able to do with your body? What good things does your body do for you? What can you do? right? You have such strong legs. You can do gymnastics. You can jump over something. You can jump on the trampoline, right? I'm like thinking about things that I would tell my daughter. What, what else do you love to do with your body? Awesome. 
and we can have these exact conversations with ourselves, right? It's okay to say it's say it in a silly way with ourselves too. Like, what do you do with your body? That's amazing. And then step number five, once we're in that place of body neutrality, like my body is good, right? We want to get to a place of like, my body is good and it does awesome things. Step number five is to take nurturing action. Ask yourself the question, now, what do I need to do to feel good in and about my body today? So if you were going to ask your daughter, what would, what what would, what could you do right now so that you could just feel really good about your body or, you know, that, that it, it does really good things for you. Should we go on a walk and like be proud of it? Should we go jump on the trampoline? Should we, um, you know, should we go get a pretty dress on like, and just, and just twirl around and dance or, or whatever. Right. Or ask yourself the same question as an adult. Maybe you, you want to get a twirly dress on too. No judgment there. That's fine too. Um, but ask yourself, what do I need to do to feel good in and about my body today? Because my body does good things for me. And that means I want to take action to take care of it. But when we're in a negative mindset about our bodies, When we let those outside sources, right, those outside voices come in and we don't turn them around, how likely are you to take care of your body? Or are you more likely to find yourself in a negative headspace, negative actions, right? Not doing nurturing actions, but instead, oh, well, I'm a mess already. I might as well just go eat more donuts or something, right? But when you feel good, people change when they feel good. When you feel good, you start taking those actions. So I'm going to go through those five um, steps one more time with you so that you can do this at home with yourself, with your daughters, with your children, whoever it is in your life to help you create a better body image and be an example of a positive body image. Because like I said, I don't believe that it's a noun. I believe that it's a verb. I don't believe in just saying good things and then leaving it there or just accepting and leaving it there, right? But instead, focusing on what is good and making it better. Step number one, identify the awareness. What are the thoughts? What are you becoming aware of? Step number two, identify the origin of the thoughts. Where are these thoughts coming from? Identify those outside sources. Step number three is to validate your feelings. It's okay you're feeling this way. Let's talk about it. Step number four is to start with body neutrality. What are you able to do with your body? What good things does your body do? And step number five is to take nurturing action. What can I now do to feel good in my body today? I hope those are helpful. Again, I want you to know I'm, I'm kind of in the trenches with you. I'm navigating this right now with, you know, a a growing girl and, um, and a boy. I, I mean, I, I, I think it, it definitely, um, carries over to both. I'm not saying it's just, 
um, girls, but she's definitely been the one that has been aware of it and made me aware of it in the last little bit. So if you've got people in your life who, um, you know, you want to be a better example of body image, this is a really great place to start. And the best place to start is on you. And if you start having those phrases and those words, and you start speaking those kinds of ways around your kids and those people that you influence, they will take that on as well. So let me know what you thought of this episode. I have had so many requests. I'm still on the hunt. Okay. I want to do it more justice. I want to have a conversation with a a children, an expert in more children, adolescents, um, specifically as it relates to, you know, like how to, um, relationship with food, relationship with body and how the, the younger brain works more specifically, right. than um, our adult brains. And so if you know someone, please send them my way. I would absolutely love to have them on the show, but I hope that this episode, um, was helpful for you and also will carry over to those that you want to teach to have a happier body image. Okay. My friend, if you love the woman of wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review. This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.